Hello everyone, this is Two Beards in a Pod. I'm Chase, and I'm here with Seth, and welcome to the show. Here, two friends get together and talk about what it's like to be out in the world and our take on how to live in it, discussing anything from the best beer, grooming tips, or the best way to stay trendy. But mostly, it's just two friends just having a good time, so sit back and enjoy. Hey everybody! Welcome back to another episode of Two Beards in a Pod. I'm Chase. I'm Seth. And welcome to the show. Thank you for joining us on a beautiful afternoon of October 11th, 2021, in our new season of Beard Forest One. Oh, yes. The beardiest of airplanes. <laughs> <laughs> the, only, the only way to fly. <laughs> oh, yeah. Better than spirit. <laughs> yeah, definitely. <laughs> Definitely. Unless unless they decide to give us a sponsorship and then we're like, spirits number one. <laughs> what? Oh yeah. Spirit over everyone. Like yeah. I feel like spirit gets a lot of, a lot of crap a lot of times, but it's just kind of like it, it is what it is. It's a cheap flight, not a lot of thrills. Right. But it's bare bone. It'll get you where you need to go, but without the light. it's like an Aldi's for airlines. Oh yeah. You, do you know American. Do you know Aldi's? The the oh, I, the, the grocery store where you go in it and they got like fifty thousand boxes where you can bag your own groceries. Yeah. Yeah. But it's like supposedly it saves you like a ton which it does. It actually saves you a ton of money, but it's like who wants to whatever. Yeah, it's like, well, they're so cheap with their grocery carts where it's like they force you to take it back with the little quarter thing. Yeah. Which is dumb. It's like sometimes I'd be like, I'd pay someone a quarter not to do this. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Exactly. Exactly. So, yeah, no, for sure. But uh, um, so anyway, eventful weekend for me. Um, oh, yeah? What, what's yes, been going on? Uh, Alabama lost to AM. Oh, no kidding. So, yeah. Um, you know, it, it's it's one of those things like when you're an Alabama fan, um, everybody hates you. Uh, everybody's so, so tired of Alabama winning. And I'm like quoting people here. Um, yeah. and it's one of those things like if A&M would have lost, everybody would have like, well, Alabama's number one. So yeah. No wonder we do. Of course we lost, but then A&M beats Alabama and it's like, we're the greatest team of all time. Like they have t-shirts out there. Okay. That you can pre-order right now. And it was like 38, 40, 41. Yeah. I'm counting. Okay. So it was 41, 38 A&M. Right. Right. And it says on the shirt, it says it's like A&M maroon and it says we control the tide 4138 and it's like y'all made t-shirts for this i mean listen here's the thing here's the thing and uh, wait, 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 38 to, to 41 yeah that's 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 a field goal yeah like, i'm they sorry that's they literally that, won by a field goal in like the last seconds now here's the thing i get it it's a big deal for a couple of reasons one um it was one of Nick Saban's protégés, if you will, right? right. He was his right-hand man for last last time. And then 19 years in a row, we've beaten, like, A&M. Right. Or, you know what I mean? Or, 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 or not A&M, but, like, the coach or whatever, 
know what I'm saying? Like we've beaten that coach or whatever, however you want to call it. Um, so it's like, it's one of those things that, yeah, like everybody loves to hate them, but it's like, well, it's kind of like, was it at the beginning of the season with Ohio state and they lost to Oregon. Right. It's just like, I'll be honest after that. I was like, uh, season's over, you know, it's kind of like, not, not saying like the, like in a defeatist attitude or way, but it's like, it really limits the chances of a bowl game, you know, and, and just different aspects of it. Cause like Ohio state's been kind of on going on a bit of a downhill with new season, this new season, but again, then again, a lot of teams have, and that's, that's no fault of their own. It's just, you know, uh, then CAA with, uh, the coronavirus regulations and, Right, you know, different things, so they're not being able to practice as much as they would like or train, and then you get a whole new roster of kids. It's going to affect right. every team, so, and that's yeah. probably what happened with, um, with Royal Tide right there. You know, well, so there were like a couple things that, um. So let me just start by saying this. I'm not taking away from A&M's performance, okay? Uh, they played one hell of a football game. Right. Um, I mean, the first, like, starting, like, the starting push, if you will, I mean, their quarterback went, like, I think he made it all the way up to, like, 12 or 14 receptions, like, in a row with zero like mistakes wow, like four, good. Four, four, 12 to 14 passes in a row without like making a mistake. That's awesome. That's a like hell of a start. Right. Um, we had a ton of, <laughs> we had a ton of penalties. Number 13, number 13 got disqualified from the, he got ejected from the game for targeting a minute and 56 seconds into the game. Um, it was one of those plays where the guy, the quarterback threw the ball. Um, he was already coming in momentum. He didn't put his hands up. They collided helmet to helmet. It, mm. What made me mad about it is like, it wasn't intentional. It was just like, they ran into each other. You could tell they just ran into each other, but because he went helmet to helmet, they put him for targeting. And sometimes and they, that stuff is like hard. Like it's hard not to hit someone helmet to helmet sometimes when you get exactly. to a certain position and it's like, yeah, your reflexes are only so fast. Right. You know, it's like, and you're, you're trying, you're charging at someone at full speed. Yeah. You know, and here's the thing, like if, if he would have got his hands up, you know, it wouldn't have been even an issue at all, but it's just like, he just get, getting, he didn't get his hands up quick enough and he got charged for kick uh, targeting and he, he got ejected from the game. Yeah. Like one of our best defensive players. So, I mean, I don't know. It was just a lot of stuff, but long story short of it, um, they lost. You know yeah. what I mean? They lost and um you know, we'll see. We'll see what happens. We'll see what you know, we'll, we'll let's talk about it again, you know, when it comes to uh the SEC championship. Yeah. Let's see what people have to say then. Um and I'm going to leave it at, leave it at that cuz I don't want to like I don't want to get upset about it but you know what I mean it was good football um both teams played really well um 
we did make some huge mistakes, but yeah, I mean, that's, that was my weekend. And what made it like even more interesting is like my wife and all of her friends are A&M fans. Right. Um, and you know, so I'm, I just been getting heat all weekend, all weekend. I've just been catching shots. I mean, it's fine. It's just, it is what it is. Um, but they better hope <laughs> they better hope that a, like Alabama doesn't win. They better hope because I'm never going to shut up about it. Oh yeah. Uh, it's like, I, I think it's just like, it's always the shoe on the other foot kind of scenario. You know what I mean? Right. Like if Alabama would have lost, it'd be like, you know, A&M would have been hearing all of it, you know? Right. But they are go- d- doing a little excessive over one game, which makes the now, fall even better when Alabama comes back. <laughs> now, I will say this. I will say this. The the jarring and the heat that I've been catching from my friends has been really respectful. Um, so, I mean, I, I got, you know, it, it, it's only good fun. It's all oh, good yeah. fun. It's not like they're like being like crazy about it, but um, I'm sorry to make t-shirts. That's a bit excessive. That's like, that's a bit excessive, a bit of a bit excessive, excessive. That is for sure. But yeah, so that's, that's my weekend, sir. Um, And then of course the chiefs lost to the bills. I don't know what's going on with them. That's probably Um, because you're the fan. That's probably why. Oh man, yeah, nah. But that's that's also kind of nice, nice weekend overall, though. Like just watching football, yeah. And your team's losing all the time, so you know that actually makes my weekend a lot better. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, yeah. But you know what, though, you just you just enjoy it while you last because of, uh, you know. A, a lot of teams, a lot of teams are trying to come over to the SEC. Really? Yes, Texas. There's rumors that Texas is trying to make the jump. Um, I mean, at this point, it's it's going to be what probably the SEC and the Big, Big Twelve. Well, Big Ten's always going to be contender. I feel like Pac Ten, yeah. So yeah. it's probably going to be Pac Ten and and SEC. That's it. So I don't yeah. know. I don't know uh, how that's going to work. Yeah, it's going to be interesting. Like overall, I think big the Big 10 have uh sometimes been underwhelming in the past, but uh they're always a contender. Always a contender. Yeah. yeah. So, and it'll it'll be in- interesting uh like UC has kind of been coming up in the Big 10 a little bit, a little more right. often for just being like UC is not a huge school like compared to like Ohio state or Purdue or Indiana, but uh, they're, they're they're looking pretty decent this year, but overall, man, it's like uh, my weekend. uh, Actually, it was pretty cool. I went to see a one of the little concert uh, Saturday night. Oh, nice. There you go. Yeah. Who'd you, who'd you end up seeing? Uh, my friend, they do a bunch of covers. Uh, him and this other guy, Paul, uh, were playing at Hell Camp's Winery. And, nice. Yeah, they got some pretty good wines there. And I tell you what, their pizza is pretty good. And, uh, yeah, it's, I tell you what, they got this old meat pizza and a chicken bacon ranch. Solid. It takes a while for you to get it, 
but it's good taste in pizza. Yeah, but sometimes like those pizzas like that you have to wait a while to get they're 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 worth the wait. Oh yeah. But yeah, no, that's that that was pretty much my weekend and then just studying for my final tonight. So Okay. Yeah, uh also, you know, for this weekend, uh the Heart of Texas Fair is in town. Um it came into town this weekend, so No kidding. So is that kinda like a state fair for you guys or is it just like mm-hmm. No, no, this is not the state fair. This is just like a, um, this is kind of like, just like a, a fair that comes into like, I, I believe if I'm not mistaken, into like central Texas area. Okay. Um, you know, area or whatever. And then, you know, it sets up and it's here for about two weeks or so. And then it heads out and it's gone. But every year it's an annual thing. That's pretty cool though. It's like, uh, part of texas fair so what are we talking about like getting some carnival rides there yeah i'm yeah. gonna have like some good fair food yeah you're just gonna have like you know your uh your fair food um your you know your corn dogs your funnel cakes you giant know turkey legs giant turkey legs stuff like that but it also has the rodeo oh okay yeah. Rodeos are pretty cool. Always like it too when they do the rodeo and they mix it in with the demolition derby. Sometimes, yeah. Yeah. I love that. I love that so much. <laughs> like they'll do demolition but, derby like Friday night and the rodeo Saturday. But uh, yeah, the uh, Extraco Event Center, formerly known as the Heart of Texas Coliseum, like the area that surrounds it, um, it it was uh, vacant. It was a vacant uh, airfield in the uh, 1950s, and then okay. when the county was given the, the property, it began construction of the fairgrounds. So it's you know it's been around for um, you know Quite the some time in one capacity yeah. or another. Yeah the the army used to the U.S. Army used to use the grounds um, as a, a training facility in both World War One and World War Two. So, okay. I mean it's got it's got some it's got some you know some good history. Uh, McKinney County here, that's like the county here in, in Waco or whatever, elected the, the bond issue tolerated of uh, $1.2 million. So, uh, they like, I guess, you know, they put it to go put the vote in, in the early 1950s and was like, hey, man, let's, you know, put this, put this good use and yeah. yeah. And then there you go. Bada bing, bada boom. You got stuff, uh, hard Texas fair and rodeo. So that's pretty it's cool. really neat. It, you know, and, I've had this discussion with friends. Like some people were like, Oh, West Fest, you know, hard Texas fair, Margarita and salsa. Um, I think they have the, the Jack and Jim and country friends. I mean, it's fair season. So I'm biased. I'm biased to the, uh, West Fest. I love West Fest. I don't think there's anything better than West Fest. But uh, a lot of people disagree, and a lot of people pick the fair over West Fest. Well, so. some people enjoy, enjoy certain aspects of, you know, fairs, which make them superior to other events, you know? Right. Uh, it's like me, I enjoy the St. Martin's Festival. And oh, that's okay. the one where I, where I just fry chicken all the time. Nice. Okay. But yeah, I love chicken. So that is why that is superior to all other beer and chicken. 
Yeah, beer and chicken. That's that's my that's those are my vices, man. I tell you what, if I can mainline, I would. But uh, we're gonna take a quick break right here, and we'll be right back. And we're back. Now, before we were going on break, we were talking about different fairs, Hard Texas Fair, and then uh, our weekends and how Mahalik is just bad at choosing teams. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> you meditate yourself. I'm just saying, you know, we got it recorded. <laughs> I don't have to swear to anything. You don't have oh, to swear it's man. recorded. <laughs> there you go. There you go. So, um, yeah, so with that, coming back from the break, we, you know, have been doing the the fall stuff. We got some fall things to talk about. I mean, it is here. Um, you know, and with fall, you know, obviously, like, summer's up. You know, you're going you're gonna to be putting the boats and the jet skis away and stuff like that. You're going to be winterizing yeah. that. But uh, you were saying something about – prepping your lawn for the fall oh, yeah. tell us in the winter tell us more about that all right well there's so, some things you should do for prepping for winter uh well one if you have decorative grasses what you want to do is you want to cut those off and then uh burn the roots you know because like when because what happens is is if you don't get rid of like all all the grass stems from uh, your past grasses that are dead now because it's going into winter. And you can easily tell because they turn brown and almost gray sometimes. But, uh, yeah, you got to get those, get it all the way almost down to, like, the roots there because they'll they'll come up and they'll spread your grasses out and they'll just get ridiculously big next year because they'll try to grow up between the dead grass. Mm, okay. So it's important to cut it down and try to burn what you can off of okay. the previous uh previous grass there uh, there's that you know covering your lawn furniture is pretty important got, got to keep that pretty dry and out of the snow so some people will put it up in the garage me i'm pretty lazy so i put a tarp over it i can just i can see the tarp just like lazily thrown over it as well like you're not like strapping it down you're just like ah, it'll it'll you know, like tying it you're like tying oh, the yeah. corner of the tarp to the <laughs> Pr- pretty much well it's like what i what i do is i i have tarp and bungee cords that's it i just throw okay. the tarp over and like giant bungee cord like a circle around it oh my goodness <laughs> and then that's that's all she wrote because like in the spring no matter what you're going to be making repairs and painting but that's right. that's mostly for me because like all our lawn furniture is wrought iron. Okay. So okay. it's like you got to r- take a wire brush to the rust and get some. Uh, well, all our stuff's flat black, so that's pretty easy. You just spray paint and you call it good. Right. Yeah. I mean, flat blacks is a, is a good color though. It goes with everything, um, and then it allows you to. It allows you to uh, do what they, what the designers call a pop of color. Right. Yeah. So, but uh, yeah, no, that's, that's, that's mostly of it, you know, and it's not, not a bad idea to like 
in the northern climates, what I do is uh, throw a little grass seed down. Because uh, once that first snow hits, that's just going to get compacted. It's going to kind of stay there for a while. And then when spring comes around and that snow melts, you know, you just add a seed to your lawn that you didn't really have, you know, have to put out right in the first part of spring. So right. it's, there you go. it'll start growing pretty fast. Gives you, it gives you a chance to like kind of take a break in the beginning of uh, spring. Oh yeah. Cause spring that's lawn mowing season. That's you're, you're out maybe once or twice a week mowing your lawn. Right. Yeah, for sure. No, I mean, it's so like, so we live in a duplex and we don't have to worry about any of that stuff. I mean, we have like a small patch of grass, like right outside our back door with a fenced in area. And then 90% of that area is concrete. So, you know, I just get a little weed eater and, and weed eat it and, you know, call it good. Um, but yeah, it's, it's, it's going to be nice one day when we have, when we have a yard that I'm actually going to cut. Um, Oh Yeah. Yeah, you're already planning on getting like those white New Balances so you can paint them green. <laughs> <laughs> classic the dad. dad. <laughs> the classic dad. No, I mean, you know, I want to get a, um, a zero turn mower, um, you know, and, and Mel, she, she already said that I could do that. But I told her, I was like, listen, I'm not going to just go buy a zero turn mower. Like, you got to do mean, some we're research. Talking... There's, and they're expensive. Yeah. They're expensive. And here's the thing. You want to be able to like, you know, have, you know, use out of it, like like a lot of use, you know, you want to get your money's worth out of it. Um, but yeah, I mean, you know, just, um, one of those things, like when the, when the time comes and we have, you know, uh, the space, if you will, and the, the means to do it, definitely going to be looking into a zero turn. Oh yeah. That's pretty, that's pretty cool. Like I honestly, I've been looking at zero turns cause I used to borrow my neighbors all the time cause they're really cool about it. But yeah, uh, since they moved, I'm back to not really huffing it. I got, I got an old John Deere, you know, just lawn tractor. Nice lawn tractor that I have to like, mess with every time like i use it i curse at least like once or twice trying to get that thing started but it still works it still cuts i'll probably do some maintenance on it this fall probably replace the blades change the oil new air filter you know just regular easy main maintenance stuff put a little little grease on the ball joints and stuff so that that'll probably be it. Yeah. And do some paint and yeah. get that rust off it. So with all that said, you know, all the fall stuff, uh, we do have the segment of the show, um, the more you know. And oh, yeah. it's a segment to where we just bring information to the listeners. Um yeah. You know, and so for this week, and the more you know, we got uh, five things you can do with the family in the fall. Oh yeah, you know, I can I make a can I make a suggestion? And what's what's number one? Yes, bonfires. That's my favorite bonfires. thing. Bonfires. <laughs> yeah. are bonfires. Number one in the fall 
because it's nice and cool. Everyone likes making s'mores. It's, it's perfect camping season, you know? Yeah. No, definitely, definitely camping season um, in the spring and fall is like the time to go. Um, but number number two, uh, Texas Renaissance Festival. You Texas know, Texas Renaissance Festival. All right, or just re- or Renaissance Festival in general. I mean, I believe if I'm not mistaken, usually the Renaissance Festival, it, it you know, it so big of a thing. It it comes around like the same time all year kind of like uh kind of like uh oktoberfest if you will you know what I oh mean? yeah which i always think is funny because you know oktoberfest never happens in october it's yeah september. technically yeah it always yeah, happens which in september is, <laughs> it's like mm, maybe you know so that's the easiest way to miss it every year too you're saying oh i got time right it was a week ago <laughs> So, um, the, um, also something else, number three you can do is, uh, a music festival. Those are pretty popular. I could see that. Uh, yeah. Cause I like going to music festivals in the summer cause up here it's not as bad as when you like the humidity's high, but right. not as hot as Texas. I don't know how you can stay in that state, state in the summer. That that is just hot. But it you just deal with it. <laughs> just get used to it, just like anything just, else. Just deal with it. <laughs> <laughs> Drink water and move on. <laughs> yeah. No, no, it's uh but music festival are solid. Uh may may I may may I make another suggestion of what is the next yeah. one to come? Of course, number four. Number four, I'm going to suggest the zoo. The zoo. The zoo is a good one because especially around, I know like especially our zoo, they have like a spooky night. Oh. Where they kind of like, you know, decorate for this stuff. Um, and, you know, they, you know, throw out like you know, make it like haunted housey kind of thing. And, you know, that's, it's a good time. It's a good time. Oh yeah. Well, it's like one, it's like when you go to the zoo, it's always hot in the summer and it's like not even the animals want to be out there. So they're all chilling yes. in the shade in the right. summer, but like in the fall, they're, they're kind of out a little more and with it not being like a hundred degrees, it doesn't smell as bad. Yeah. <laughs> it's not as terrible. Um, and you know, but it's still like, it's still warm enough to like enjoy like a good snow cone. Oh yes. Snow or, cone. Or, or some dip and dots or something like that. And it's like cool enough too, to where you can really enjoy. Like, I don't know if you get those hot nuts that are like covered in sugar that come in the little yes. cones. Yes. I love those, those, those things. I, I like, I like the nut vendors with like the brown sugar coated, like they got the pralines and the, right. all those love it. So you can still really enjoy those. That's all your num- snack. Number five um, is the spooky silos. Um, so here in Waco, Texas, they have uh, the silos, which everybody kind of knows about those. It's like Chip and Joanne's little, like, I think it was like one of the, like their bigger uh, projects. Oh, and, yeah. you know, highly recommend that people come down and, and, and check it out. And, Really, they do. The silos do get a lot of attention. Uh, people come from all over 
to come and see him. So if you get an opportunity to load up or fly down, you got to check out the silos, especially in like the fall time because they do the spooky silos and they definitely make it like a haunted house. So super fun, super fun. That's awesome, man. I might, I might have to come down there just to see that. Not to see you at all. I'd probably skip going to your house entirely, but <laughs> it's not even not even tell me that you're in town. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh man. That's good. That's good. All right, guys. Well, that is all the time that we have for this week. Uh so just keep all that stuff in mind. And until next week, y'all be safe. all the time we have today thanks for joining us and we hope to see you next week until then stay frosty